Welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. A strong succession plan provides the roadmap for future leadership and includes direction on how internal talent will be developed. I'm here with Murray Smith, Vice President of HR APAC at Ecolab to discuss effective succession planning. Hi Murray, how are you? I'm good, thanks Tim. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good to have you on. Thanks for your time. Tell us a bit more about your your role at Ecolab. Well, firstly, Ecolab itself, it's it's a technology and services company, a a global leader in water, hygiene and energy, those sorts of services. So we've got customers in the food industry, the healthcare industry, energy, hospitality, industrial markets. It's very varied. There's about 47,000 of us around the world in Ecolab. It's a US multinational. And in Asia-Pacific, about 5,000 people. Imagine a a map of Asia-Pacific, if you would, Japan and down to Korea, to Southeast Asia, head west to India, down to Australia, New Zealand. That's the geography I've got. And as HRVP, a real focus on talent development. That won't surprise anyone. Leadership development as well, culture and engagement. Ecolab's also got a real sharp focus on uh, outstanding client service, technical skill building and that sort of thing. Makes it really interesting. It's a great mix, this role. Thoughtful, strategic enough, but lots of pragmatic execution. I like it. Very diverse region and uh, population for sure. So when it comes to succession planning, what are the key elements in your view, of a sustainable succession plan? Yeah, four things come to mind. I think the first one is the most important in in my mind, and that is fantastic leaders. You know, I just think all those names in boxes, they only come to life when someone builds them into what they can be, and that has to be their leader. So the first element in my mind is those fantastic leaders. The second one is to have a strong process, and the processes that I've seen are similar in their foundations at least where you put the business needs first you've got a good view of role requirements now and in the future individual assessment that's robust so we know what we've got a calibration process for a fair genuine view of talent across the organization and all of that to roll up into an organization wide view and then of course you've got the charts for succession themselves so the second point for me of sustainable succession planning is a process you've got to have one Uh, a simple one, um, the better probably. Uh, Thirdly, uh, a third element, uh, highly capable business savvy HR people. I mean, someone's got to design these processes, make them fit for purpose, partner, coach, guide, facilitate, track uh, the actions and all that sort of thing to enable the whole succession plan process to come to life through the leaders. Um, So the fourth one, the final one for me is is really critical, and that is accountability for a sustainable succession plan. You know, I've seen some wonderfully crafted succession plans in these PowerPoints or whether they're on HRIS systems or whatever, but then... Uh, nothing happens. So uh, really the hard work starts when the plan is set. So a sustainable succession plan depends on the development of the people in the plan with a longer range view, the experiences they need to have, the skills, the leadership exposures and so on. So that last one's crucial for me. You know, to, We need to sometimes get away from just talking about people to actually developing people to a specific plan. Put those four things together, fantastic leaders, strong process, capable HR and, and good accountability, 
than you will on the track for sustainable succession planning, I think. How do you align a succession plan to the organization's medium and long-term goals? Well, that's absolutely uh, the right question, I think. Business planning needs to come first before the succession planning. Because obviously, you need to know you're planning succession for what. And I mentioned earlier, we, there's, a, there's a need for business-savvy HR people. And, and, in, and here's one of the reasons. In business planning processes, the answer to these sorts of questions will come out. The questions like, where will we grow? Where will we restructure? What will make our customers love us? What skill sets in our employees? Where will we be geographically? How matrixed will we be? What's that balance of execution and strategy and so on and so forth? So to align with those things is so important because there's jewels in the business planning process that, that tell us what are the talents and capabilities of people we need in the future and that of course leads to our succession planning. So uh, you, from that you get an idea of what sort of person you need, where you need them, when you need them, why you need them and, and how to go about building them. So aligning your succession plan to the organization's medium and long-term goals is, is really critical. Um, how to do it, I think HR people and others need to listen, they need to learn the business plan, know their business deeply, and if you don't get what you need for the purposes of your, your people planning, then ask and, and dig in and the answers will be there somewhere. How, how challenging is it to actually truly integrate that succession planning with the, with the business planning? Well, I think it can be very challenging if you don't get the uh, the understanding up front of where the business is going because the succession planning standing alone um, may or may not make a lot of sense. So, But I think if there is that understanding of what the capabilities and skill sets are that are required in the future and you'll, you should be able to glean that from good business planning, um, then... As I said earlier, if you've got these strong leaders, the good process, the right sort of support for succession planning, they should be able to integrate quite well, as long as you keep your eye on the ball of what the business actually needs. Great. Thanks, Murray. And how has succession planning evolved over the last five years, would you say? Well, it depends. Evolution depends a little bit on the starting point for a given company. Uh, in some places, it may not have evolved that much in the last five years, yet in other places, I've seen these extraordinary changes that would have occurred. So, for example, uh, some of the base processes are reasonably similar in mature organisations to what they were five years ago, but there's add-ons, though, that, that have really advanced and evolved in great ways. For example, um, increasing sophistication in individual assessments. There's this perennial question we all challenge ourselves with, what is a high potential? What do they really look like and where do they belong in a succession plan? Well, that's become increasingly robust, I think. Uh, another example is there's increasing um, systematization of processes for succession planning, better integration of that with other people processes and elements of the people agenda. Uh, another item that's evolved a lot is in more advanced companies, there's this increasingly very impressive macro view of workforce trends that companies sow into their succession processes. There's many other examples too. Um, 
I do think, though, on this one with evolution of succession planning, that uh, it's a it's a quite a long culture change process. Succession planning, and um, getting the mindset on development and succession and some of those basics in place first is really critical. So perhaps then invest in some of the more sophisticated elements. Uh, but how you evolve is probably where you started from and how quickly. So, for example, um, the most expensive HRIS solution to succession planning won't solve a fundamental issue. And that fundamental issue could be the notion that I should prepare and develop my successor and find someone who could be my boss one day doesn't sit well with all leaders. And that sort of mindset is a necessary starting point. So start there and evolve from there. I, I don't think you can get too far ahead of yourself depending on the culture and the needs of your organisation. So what does the future of succession planning look like? It'll be more integrated with an overall people agenda, integrated with talent acquisition more so, uh, leadership development, the HRIS platforms and strategies, diversity, inclusion, those sorts of things. That's one uh, another area that I think it will it will continue to evolve into is be more versatile to leverage you know, changing overall workforce trends. For example, uh, succession plan, how do you deal with contingent workers? How do you deal with millennial career paths and interests at one end? And in, in many of our countries, for example, we've also got an aging workforce. So how do you cater for that? Um, the digital world, digital technologies and what the capabilities are required for that. So I, I do think succession planning needs to become less mechanical over time and, and take account of those macro issues. Uh, still though, um, in the future, great leaders will drive it. Um, great HR people will steward succession planning no matter what level of maturity it's at right now. That's, that's my view. Uh, and the other change that I think we'll see in a lot of places is that there has been a tendency in succession planning to talk a lot about people rather than seriously develop them. And that needs to change now. I think workforces and talented individuals are on to that. There's got to be action to bring these plans to life and uh, the future of succession planning will, will really drive that, in my opinion. This is Murray Smith, Vice President HR at Ecolab for Asia Pacific, discussing effective succession planning. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.